some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode five of Model Club TV. Scott, can you believe it? Five episodes. Five. High fives. Oh, high fives. Yeah, I let's see if we can keep going. We gotta make it to that seven year, seven episode deadline. If we can get past that, I think we'll be okay. So <sighs> do you survive the storms? Did survive the storms, however, about two miles south of me. Um it did take out my wife's friend's pool. A tree branch came down, took her pool out. I uh drove through my old neighborhood and one of my old trees is down. Um on the fence, my old house. So it's uh, just missed us. Narrowly missed us as far as that goes. They did say there was a tornado that went through Old Forest in Midlands. Yeah, we, uh, for those of you, we, we say it all the time, but we're in the same area in Chicago and we got hit pretty hard with a crazy storm. With I just saw today there was actually 11 tornadoes embedded in this thing and my area got hit pretty hard. Uh, I got lucky though. Power never went out, but there's people, this storm was on Monday. It's, they're saying, Saturday before certain powers back on this episode almost didn't happen this week, but we did it. We uh, got it going. So Scott our almost had to do friend, it. His uh, phone. Our good friend, Thad Rhodes um, had a tree, I think fall in his house, did a lot of, did some damage. I don't yeah. know how much yet. Um, so our thoughts are with Thad and I did hear from him today and our friend, Matt Clemens, who's also out in Iowa and they got hit pretty good out there. Um, Thad says 93% of his town is without power still. So, so everyone, yeah, this is, a, I mean, this is going to be a dour beginning. Um, keep your, keep Thad and Matt and everybody out there in Iowa in your, in your thoughts, because that's, that sucks. That, I mean, I, a tree is a big thing to some people. And I, we had a big branch come down and I had a chainsaw and that was just a branch. But when something wrecks your house like that, it's no fun. So it's been a rough week around here. And speaking of rough weeks, um, Scott, you want to talk about Norbert a little bit? I, I will. Uh, for those of you that aren't on any of the social media, um, Norbert Osner of Resin Maniacs um, has got a fundraiser going for his son, Gabriel. His son, Gabriel, is, uh, I'm not sure how old he is, looking at the pictures, maybe between five and seven. I'm looking through this real quick. Um, Gabriel's being treated for what's called MIS. C and it's related to COVID-19 can happen to children after they get over COVID. Um, I guess Gabriel had COVID with no symptoms, but his antibodies are now going crazy and they attack his body. This all happened in like two days last Wednesday. Um, he started having a fever and was throwing up blood um, and started hallucinating. On Friday, he was in um, intensive care. And as far as I know, he's still there. I don't think Norbert's posted an update that I've seen. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it's a sad thing. Keep Norbert in your thoughts and prayers and positive vibes, whatever works for you. Um, we're going to post a um, link uh, for the GoFundMe page that they've got going to help with their medical costs and whatever other costs they incur by not being able to work or whatever. And, uh, yeah, give what you can. I mean, every little penny will help. So, yeah. So we're that's gonna a, post that's that. a rough spot to be in. All our best, Norbert. I think yeah. uh, Rusty organized this GoFundMe, um, or at least Rusty got the word out there. Whatever, but um, yeah, if yeah. you can't, I mean, we'll have the link up. But I mean, 
it'll be all over. You can find it on Resident Maniacs too if you're, you know, you somehow lose this. But yeah, that's that's a tough spot to be in. So, and so anyway, now that we've depressed everybody, <laughs> we're gonna have a shorter episode uh, today. We have a really cool interview with Neil DeConte, uh, showing off some of his kits, and that's. I mean, it's pretty long interview, about an hour, 20 minutes. So watch this in a couple of sittings if you have to, or listen. Uh, if you are listening to the uh, audio, please check out the YouTube video this time. There's some, I mean, some great pictures you'll see. So uh, with that being said, we're going to skip the workbench today for two reasons. We have the long interview and two, because I haven't worked on much. I had to rebuild some of the sound stuff. So uh, we're going to skip the workbench today. Um, and we're going to head over to news and reviews. Scott. Man, all that stuff I got done, too. Man. Well, I know. Right. I know. This was your week. This was It'll your week. <laughs> this was your week. Uh, do you have anything, news or reviews? I, You know, I do not. I Actually, I got a box here today. And I think, as I mentioned in the last issue, the Horizon Joker was one of my favorite kits of all time. And when they redid the vinyl kit, for some reason, they changed the parts cutout. And so in the reissues of the vinyl kit, the hair is a separate piece and the head is a separate piece, which to me was always good because you could put the head on after you paint the kit. So um, gentleman on the clubhouse was selling this, um, Derek Conlon, and I got a hold of Derek and I bought this from him. So that came. I haven't had a chance to go through it. So wait, you actually care how it's going to go together? Yes, because wow. I mean, they paint it. Okay, and good. It, it's, I actually have painted one of these. Nice. Uh, amazing figure modeler number 15. There is a photo of it to show that it, it, it exists. Well, and, all right, everybody uh, check, historians, go check that out. Yeah, it's, it's along with the Curse of the Werewolf cover. Um, I was an amazing figure modeler before you, Jason. I'm just saying, okay. But yeah, unless you made the reader's gallery at any time. Nope, so. never tried. I was always too afraid. Uh, so anyway, um, I had built one of those years ago. and Yeah, one of the pain in the asses was masking off the collar and the you know, where the head went because it was all molded in there. That was so, tough, especially because the collar was yellow, right? Am I correct? No? Well, it's you got purple and yellow. And yeah. You got everything in there. But then if you do the Joker with a white yeah. skin, you're trying to mask that off. And, man, if you leach anything out on that, you're trying to paint over with white. And we all know what happens there. So, so I just thought it would be cool to have this to um, – uh, be able to attach the head separate. I think the head is separate and the hair, the hair is separate on the head, which is funny to me too. Um, yeah. So, what? You know, really? Yes. So it's like the head is the hair and, and maybe next time I'll, uh, I'll pull it out just to show yeah, the difference. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Cause I remember I'm, I lost mine in a breakup. <laughs> and so I have a resin one sitting back there in the pile to redo. But... Yeah. Well, it's amazing the difference between the three. Yeah. So there, there were three of that kit, and um, yeah, it was it was amazing they changed because they would have had to redo the vinyl molds, and the vinyl molds are like metal. Yeah. So and it, they're not the same as the resin kit, and it's yeah. So it's it's really it's weird. I don't know how or why they did it. And I had one of these years ago, and I don't know why I got rid of it. And I saw this for sale, so I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll try. Goodbye. That's a goodbye. So cool. there you go. I, I'm impressed you bought something <laughs> model yeah. kit related. Um, the first thing I have for reviews is a DVD, actually. And it's a Blu-ray. 
And it's something we talked about. War of the Worlds. I didn't know, because you remember you said this hadn't come out, and then I noticed it came out from Criterion a few months ago. And it just handed up in my feed, and I was like, boom, done, bought it. And this is fantastic. So Criterion, they handle all their movies really, really well when they put things out, uh, like special editions and things. And this, the, I, I couldn't, the way it looks is amazing. Every, like the colorization, the Technicolor stuff looks great. There's no grain to it at all, which if you like that sort of thing, maybe you won't like it because it looks so crisp and crazy. But they added a, the, a surround sound, a 5.1 surround sound to it that is from, I think, another release they did a couple years ago. But this Blu-ray on my 4K TV looks gorgeous. And I had Jamie watch it last time. She had never seen it. And she liked it. And this is a great movie. I, this is one of the first like sci-fi monster alien movies I remember watching as a kid. So it's that movie holds a special place in my part. And if you get a chance, pick that DVD up because it is it is gorgeous. Um, and for all us uh, Chicago listeners, um, which we know there's a few out there now, uh, Fraser Thomas used to show that on Family Classics, and that's where I saw it. Thank yeah. you know what. You just rem- that is exactly where I saw it on Family Classics as a kid, like, and the sound that sound of the aliens, the heat ray. Oh, yeah. oh man, that just and and you didn't know how they were gonna win the first time I saw no. that movie. I, it was like it was terrifying. In case someone saw it, I won't say you know. I mean, obviously we're all still here, so the Martians didn't win. But um, <laughs> or did they? And they look like did us. They? Yeah, and um, but it's 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 just a movie that it really. Like the hopelessness of the situation was very well. Right. And, and it's it, so the crazy thing. And again, this is going to turn into a Chicago podcast. So the end of that movie where everyone's ransacking cars and looting cars and pulling people out of cars. Yeah. And right. It was like, oh, my God, this just happened a month ago up the street from here. Like, it's not. It's a very prophetic movie watching it today. I was like, it's it's nuts. And it, that, I mean, the part that scared me the most as a kid is so bizarre now watching it. But when they're in that farmhouse and the alien probe comes in and just looks the way that thing looks so bizarre, it scared the hell out of me. And when I saw it last time, I'm like, Jane, this part's coming up and it scared the hell out of me as a kid. She's like, what? And I'm like, because I just I don't know. There's something so alien and, about that thing. And then when they the got sound. that hand. Yeah, the, the sound. sound that that made. too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I didn't like it. Yeah. So. It's a great, it is a great release. Check it out if you can, anybody. Um, War of the Worlds, great movie. Actually, have you, I think we talked about it. Have you seen the new series on Epics? That's really good too. I have not. Tom Cruise, eh, I like what they did with people. Like, <laughs> I remember watching it on Spanguli as a kid too, and how he talked about the people that with the white flags, how they got turned into Folgers crystals. And I was like, yeah. oh, and, and they did. Anyway, I'm losing it. So War of the Worlds. Next thing I want to, I picked these up, which are these weathering pencils by AK. And I'm going to put a video up on my own site and I'll link to it here um, as well. And they're like, they're, I, I have a feeling they're watercolor pencils because they activate with water and you can weather this like they come in sets or they sell individual pencils. So check these out. Uh, I'll put a, I might even, if I get it done in time, 
I might edit some of that footage into this, but uh, there's a rust set and a blue set and some other. How many are in that set? There what's are to get? five in the set. You right. get a light rust, medium rust, dark rust, strong ochre, and vivid orange. So I don't know if that'll even pick up. Yeah, I saw it. He's set for sale on, you know, because of course Facebook is watching everybody. And I saw there's a, uh, it was like a big set. Like it had 40 of them. They do sell that huge. I just saw that too. They sell a giant, every pencil set as well. And then they do sell each pencil individually because, uh, down at it's in Peoria, Illinois, I was at, there's a gaming store there called just for fun. And he has up on the counter, the weathering pencils all like individually and then the sets. So, which brings me to the other kit. I did actually buy a model kit. And I do have a review of this up on my personal on Jason Walker's YouTube page. And I'll, this is Evangelion unit one. It's, it's a Bandai kit done in the same style as their Gundam kits. And I know you don't know anything about Evangelion, so I'm not really even going to talk about it. I couldn't and, even say it. Yes, okay. you could try it with me. Evangelion. So, Evangelicus. Okay. Yes. That's, that hurts. That hurts. So, it's big robot anime and not really robots, but you have to watch it. And it is a very, but uh, really cool sprues, crazy details. The it's a RG grade, which means there's an armature inside that lets it move more like muscles than a typical, just robot. So I I'm excited to kind of get that built, but I did work on uh, again, there's a review up on my page, so you can go over there and watch it. I'll link over to that as well. I'm getting close to pulling the trigger on that Bondi uh, Perfect Gray Millennium Falcon. I, I was looking at some photos of that. And, do it. Uh, do it. Bandai do makes it. those Bandai Star Wars kits. I have a couple sitting back there. They're they're nice kits. Actually, a guy I work with who doesn't build models at all picked some up and was building them during quarantine and was having a good time. And they're super detailed. Like they, they're good model kits. So yeah, that's what I was amazed at. I found a picture of the parts on the sprue and stuff. It was like wow. So, uh, so I yeah. pick one of those up. I might you still uh, pick, pick that up. So. You should. I thought you were going to say a perfect grade Gundam because those are crazy expensive and no, no. well, the, this crazy. this one three fifty to four hundred. So I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, that's expensive. That's the one with the photo etch parts and the LEDs, though, as well. I think they make another one that doesn't have the LEDs. It's three hundred, but I could be wrong. No, so. see, you you know, you'd have to go all in. Have you oh, done yeah. photo etch parts before? No. So I did my, on my Nautilus that I did for model club, the they're hard. <laughs> I really, I highly recommend there's a jigger thing that you can get to help you bend the parts that they sell. Okay. And That's, I wish I had had that. Cause it's it, like a break. You can break it at Micromark or something. Yeah. They told this. Yeah. You totally can. So if you are going to do photo etch, I totally recommend that. I, I also, it, I will buy that just to have, it. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, that's kind of what I did. I bought this just to have, which is Humbrol Maskol. And I was going to use this. It's just a liquid latex, which I didn't know. I've, I've been using liquid latex forever and the big giant vat of it. But I saw someone using this, but I have a problem. Sometimes the liquid latex I use pulls the paint up. And I saw a quick video of this liquid mask and it looked like it didn't pull the paint up as easily and kind of came off easier. So I'm going to give this a shot and see. I'm sure there's probably listeners like, you idiot, you should have bought that 30 years ago. So I, it looks good. But that's that Joker kit we were talking about, I used liquid mask 
and it was the old mold stuff that uh, David Fisher used in his first video. I think it was his first video. I think I have the same jar of that. And, oh, mine dried up finally, but it's. Um, but I remember it did. It tore paint off, and it was. And then I remember watching Dave's videos, and you know, he of course just rolls it. Oh, here's just a little spot, a little yep. cleanup with a with a cotton swab, and it's like, yeah, fuck you. I've been using, and I. Again, here's a little model tidbit. And people talk about, I'm actually, I have Silly Putty in my hand right now. I use Silly Putty once in a while, but I use Play-Doh as well. That works. But because it doesn't pull off the paint like liquid latex. But this I want to use for more weathering effects and stuff. But I'll give it a try. And we'll see. So I think Play-Doh that, smells cool. What? Play-Doh smells cool. too. I love the smell of Play-Doh. Good. We have something in common. I love the smell of Play-Doh. I love it. This is weird. Okay, I'll stop. Um, I think that does it for news and reviews, right? You don't have one of these? You don't have one of these, do you? No, I do not have the weird back scratcher. And... <laughs> do you cr- Somehow you managed to gross me out at least once in a while. So... Oh, God. Is that gross? Your back itches. What are you no, supposed no, to do? No, no, whatever. No. My back does not itch ever. I don't understand. I'm not wiping ass or anything, so it's. You just gave me the itches. I'm like, Ugh. okay. Yeah, now your back itches, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Is that so, beard lace? Okay. Hey, shh, shh, shh. So, don't. I'll have to go take a special shampoo shower. I don't want that. Uh, Silkwood shower. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna skip the workbench and we're gonna head over to our interview with Neil. So, uh. If you don't know Neil DeConte, he is an amazing modeler. Uh, he's been around a long time. Uh, I think we talked about this in the interview. Uh, he's back from the Gremlins days as well. So he's been around. I've seen his name forever online. Finally met him in person a couple years ago. And he blew us away with some of his stuff today. So it'll be, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Scott, any comments? Yeah, I, I same with you. I mean, I've seen Neil's name for years. Um I, I know who he was. I didn't know him that well. Kind of got to know him three, four years ago at Wonderfest. Got a couple little stories in the interview about that. And um, I went to Jersey Fest last year. Man, Neil and his um, club sponsor a room. And at night, um, man, they were loaded with whatever you wanted to drink, except soda for some reason. <laughs> and um, I feel sorry for you non-drinkers. It's... I know. And it's, but, um, so they took where they had demos and stuff and it was a nice place for us all to just kind of get together, not pay the high buy bar prices and yeah. just kind of let loose and be ourselves. And, uh, Neil helped set that up and, uh, that was really cool. And I guess that's the second or third year he did that. So, um, you know, kudos to him for that. Yeah. And, uh, when I saw him, he was like, I surprised a lot of people by showing up and, uh, he was the, one of the first people I ran into, so that was kind of cool. So, and when you see Neil DeConte, you'll know where the joke's yeah. going. So, anyway, yeah. enjoy our interview with Neil DeConte, and, and you can get these special DeConte glasses on Amazon. <laughs> Just look up DeConte glasses. I think it's no, Walgreens it, special. It, yeah. it, it's my wife said these glasses look better on me, and these are actually my prescription glasses. And uh, it just so turns out that they're very similar to Neil's glasses, and it was totally <laughs> unplanned. And you guys will see it in a second. Yeah. So right. enjoy Neil, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Next couple. No, of weeks. we'll see them after the interview. 
Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. Change that. Yeah, we'll see them after the interview and then enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are here with Neil DeConte, one of the original Model Club contest entrants and an amazing modeler in his own right. And we are so happy to have him here. Welcome to Model Club TV, Neil. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's Uh, a pleasure to be here. The, Honored. the first thing we have to cover is yes. people are looking at this. They're going, what the hell is going on? These two guys share some DNA. So <laughs> it wasn't until I think two, one, what was the last time you were at Wonderfest? Was it last year or a year before? Yeah, last year. So when I saw, no, maybe it was even before that. When I saw you two standing next to each other, I was yep. just like, what is, what is yeah. happening here? It's that weird yeah. doppelganger thing. What do you think? How do you explain this? It's definitely strange. And it, that, that was the first time Scott and I have been together in years was yeah. that, that Wonderfest. So, uh, yeah, it was a uh, brother from another mother. <laughs> totally. Or the same <laughs> one. Father. You never know. Eh? Another yeah. father. Well, something, something's going on. <laughs> so, Neil, how long have you been modeling? Let's start oh, there. Man. I think I start – well – if we're talking modeling in general, it's the normal garage kit guy story, you know, started modeling as a kid with the old Aurora kits and vehicles and stuff like that and got out of it in my teens and found it again in my 20s. And uh, that's that's when I found the uh, Horizon kits. And that yeah. was like, well, wow, where did that come from? You know? That is the usual typical story pretty much, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind how of probably old are you, if you don't mind me asking. How old, are, how old are you? I just turned 58. Okay. Ooh, you're older than me. He could be my Uh-oh. big brother. He's your big go. brother. Ah. <laughs> cool. Um but, uh, I'd say with the garage kit stuff, I think I started around 95, 96. So that's going to lead into my second question. Yeah. The, were you on the Gremlins page? Yes. Okay, that's where I remember see the first time yep. I remember seeing the name Neil DeConte was in the right. Gremlins list. So you're one of us. You're one of those original yeah. mailing list guys. Yeah. So talk about that. How did you find Gremlins? What do you think like how did that influence your life? I can't even kids? remember. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was a search or somebody told me about it. I can't remember. It, <laughs> it was a while ago. But uh whenever I found that I was like wow, this is like unbelievable for information and resources and what kits are out there. I I couldn't get over it. I never realized so much stuff was out there at that time. Yeah, it was, I think, like that for everybody. Scott, you were on there. We talked about it last time. That was, thinking about, like, how many guys from that list are still around? There's not that many, but... We all know each other. Like, you know the names. So it's, it's pretty cool. Where do you live at Neil? I'm in Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Um, small, small town called Barville out in cow country. Cool. Yeah. Are there any other modelers there? Yeah, there is. We actually have a a local um, model club, Rhode Island Modelers Association. And we got about 30 members. You know, we usually get maybe 10, 12 for a uh, meeting. So, you know, um, it's it's a varied type where it's military and vehicles and figures, whatever. But we, we 
got a few locals that we try to get together whenever we can. So that's how how'd you come about starting that? Did you do it all on your own or did you join it? No, I uh, me and uh, one of my buddies, TJ Matola, came up with it and decided to start that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Needed something. So there yeah, he is it. in Rhode Island, which is smaller than Chicago, probably. Okay. Yeah. And he can start a group of people to get together, and we can't find anything. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing to me. Okay. It, but the cool really... thing about this thing is I've gotten more emails now from Chicago people Oh, they're like, bet. we didn't know there was people here. So yeah. we're going to have to do something. And we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But your current thing, the, the stuff I like about the, not the stuff, but what I like about your work the most is the details that you do. Mm. Um, I don't think a straight model kit is good enough for you. It looks like no. you always embellish and you're always doing something. Um, I can't build anything box stock anymore. Yeah. So talk about that. When you see it, like when you first open a kit, you go, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to fix this and this to walk us through that real fast. Like, how do you kind of envision yeah, a project? When I pick something up, it's like with um, the one that I'm working on now, for instance, the blade kit. Which we're going to get to all these in a few minutes and we're going to show right. everybody these pictures. But when I got that, the... the the sculpt is great, and it's just lacking in some areas, I thought. So I had to do something about the boots because I didn't like how they were. Um, the, the tattoos were sculpted onto the neck. I didn't want that. And with me, it's I'm always doing hair now. I'm taking hair off the figures and adding my own. I, I don't know, just make it my own, you know? Yeah, um, okay. And I'm always doing some sort of base or something to, you know, make it stand out. I try to capture something from the movie or whatever it is from. Let's talk about movies for a second. Yeah. I think we have very similar taste because the pictures you oh. sent has a ton of Evil Dead. Yes. And so when you, when you like, what's your favorite subject matter? What are, what, what do you like? Where, where are you at? Horror. Horror stuff? Yeah, yeah. And now let's let's break that down though, because some people might think you're talking about Dracula. Right. Why are you talking right. about Dracula? Right. No, it's more modern horror slasher type. That's you, uh, you know, the stuff I like, uh, the Evil Dead's, uh, the Hellraiser movies. Uh, how'd you get into that stuff? It's being a 57 year old guy or 58. What did yeah. you say? 58. 58. Try to pay attention. It's your <laughs> I know. It's, hey, when you're asking questions, it's tough. Right. I, and numbers, you know me and numbers. They go right out of my head. And, uh, yeah, getting into that, it's, you know, I just think it just grew from the universal pictures. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I was still a fan of those and still am, you know. Yeah. Creature from Black Lagoon is one of my favorites. Uh, and I, I think I just uh, – grew to want more from the movies and i've always appreciated the special effects and the model work so then you get into the new modern day sci-fi and the horror movies where they bring that to a whole new level so i think i appreciate them more for that also um evil dead your favorite top top five top. yeah give me your top yeah. five real quick i want to wow 
Or give me uh, no particular order. Creature from the Black Lagoon, um, Hellraiser, Army of Darkness over one and two. Um, Dead and Breakfast. Nice. I don't know if okay. you ever saw that. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I can't think off the top of my head. That right works. Oh, Blade. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's so many cool creatures and things in there. So those yeah. are. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Scott, have you, Scott, yeah. Scott, have you seen Blade? <laughs> I've not seen Blade, actually. Have so. you seen our, uh, Army of Darkness? The only movie that he mentioned that I've seen is Creature from the Black <laughs> See what I deal with? You see? Oh, man. Very disappointing. It is very disappointing. Neil, so, <laughs> let me ask you, what was your first Wonderfest? I think it was 2000 or 99. Okay. Bob Maxwell. Um, dragged me to it. Uh, he kept saying, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. And he says, let's do it. So we shared the room for the weekend and hung out with him all weekend. And I don't know if you know Bob Maxwell, but he's a, a phenomenal painter builder from um, New England area. And uh, he was uh, very influential with me getting into the figure stuff too and uh just uh it, it was cool to have him take me under his wing and bring me to uh wonderfest for that i thought that was great i was hooked then what? before the wonderfest I, I went to the chillers though i did go to the chillers back in the day and uh that's when uh you know every other vendor was a model kit seller or producer it seemed you know the good old days. Good I've old never days. been to a chiller. It's never. No, it's it's not the same from what I've heard. I haven't been to chiller in probably uh God. Twenty years, eighteen wow. years. Okay. Yeah. Scott, have you been to a chiller? I have not. No. The first trip to the East Coast I made was last September when I surprised everyone and showed up. Yes, you did. So Yep. The Jersey Fest, which you know, Neil, we Neil was the first one to come up and give me a big hug. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm sorry. And I think there was a reach around going on. Uh, <laughs> most action you've seen in a while. Um, <laughs> has Jersey Fest canceled this? Have we talked yes. about? Yeah. Yes, they did postpone, canceled. right? Or canceled? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Neil? Wonderfest think... happening? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it'll be canceled. Yeah. I think that's the general consensus, yeah. but man, we can hold out hope, but you know, I, I look at it like this. It's, it's such a huge show and for this time now to get vendors there and have everybody get their tickets to get out there or drive out there. I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't yeah. see it happening. Not everybody's going to want to take that chance. I agree. I agree. It's, it's sad, but yeah, it is, but it's, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, if, if Neil and I were both wearing masks, it would be even harder. <laughs> ah, it would be <laughs> frightening, frightening thought. Luckily I got the wonky eye and, you know, <laughs> so, did you, how many, did you, uh, do you still enter the contest at Wonderfest? Uh, last year was the last time I was entering. Okay. And how'd you do? Did okay? I don't remember. Not okay? Did I bring up a sore no, subject? No, I 
okay. did, I think. I'm trying to think. If if that was the year I brought my ash, I took um I took the Shet Payne Award, I think. Nice. For that. Yeah. Hey, that's a, a great award to have. Yeah, yeah. Shepherd Payne Award. In the category. Okay. But I got the Shet Payne Award. That's it's probably better. <laughs> like I would rather have that at that point. What? Yeah. Why was that yeah, going to be your last one? You just done? No, you know it's. I don't know. It, it's you know. I I think I'm done with that. I think you sum my no. feelings up exactly. <laughs> and you know, I I'd still like to display my stuff. You know, but you know, I I get more joy out of everybody looking at the stuff and you know, yeah, giving me. Their response to it there, you know. Yep. Um, I don't need an award. Yeah. yeah. Kind of grow out of it. Like I, I remember yeah. that was the biggest thing about Wonderfest was like, oh, gotta get that gold guy, and then yeah, I just kind of don't care. I'm like, no, no, no. I'd rather, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Gene, I just have to build something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, oh. Did you work on your Godzilla doll? Your uh, tiny terror, Scott. Okay, never mind. So, no. we'll, what, 20 and a half years in the making now? 20 and a half years in the making. I God. bought it 25 years ago. <laughs> we all have those. Yeah, we do. Actually, yeah, I shouldn't poke fun because, yeah. yes. Yep, nope. So, let's go through some of your work. You gave us uh, a ton of pictures, and I kind of want to go through them and just walk people through. And we'll just, Scott and I will just kind of ask questions as the pictures come up. The first one you brought up are two of your older kits, yes. which is Creature from the Black Lagoon and the Pit Witch from Army yeah. of Darkness. Am I right? Yep. yep. So why'd you select those to show us off the bat? Um, I think the Pit Witch was the one that I first really got involved in redoing it. I butchered that thing up. There wasn't much of the kit left after I was done. So, uh, what year is that from? What do you remember? That was that you made it, not when it came out. Twenty years ago. Okay. So, it's a it's a while ago. But uh, to just to go over that quick, um, I used the hands, the feet, and the head from the upper jaw up. That was it. Really? Yes, I sculpted. Yeah. The tunics is a t-shirt material, and I got a photograph of the actual tunic from the pit witch that showed where all the holes were and everything so I went through and made sure all the holes and the shape was the same and everything and uh, the the chain is uh, sided link by link to hold the shape <laughs> and it's got lambs well on the head for here yeah that's link by link solder yeah wonderful yeah. and the creature I noticed you have these really large bases and we'll talk more yeah. about that as we get on. Has that yeah, become a problem? problem. Yeah, that... he's a problem. Yeah. 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 We'll wait. talk about that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, go ahead. This the, cre- what the kid cre- is that? Is that the That's that's a needful thing. I was gonna say, yeah. The one that's usually swimming horizontally, Correct. not vertically. And uh that I actually built for Rico Browning. Really? He played the underwater creature. Yeah. So that's that's his piece, it's in his living room. And the sand on the base actually came from Wallaca Springs in Florida, where they filmed 
some of the scenes for Creature from the Black Lagoon. That is such a cool tip. Like, like no one would ever know, and that's amazing. Yeah. Did you just went down there because of that, or just happened to be going no, through? No, I went down for uh, Creature Fest. Okay. And that was a, a Creature from the Black Lagoon-themed show at Wallaca Springs. It was a, there's a hotel there, a small one, but it's a hotel. And they had it there and they had a few vendors and um, I thought this is my chance to go and actually be there. And uh, Ginger Stanley was there and uh, uh, Ben Chapman, Rico Browning. Uh, so, you know. I didn't even know there was a show like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But again, this was, you know, 18, yeah. 20 years ago. And they only had it a few years, and it was very sporadic when they had it. But, uh, yeah, so when I was down there, Rico and I kind of hit it off, and we were discussing it. And so I did that for him. And at the same time, it's like, I'm here. I'm grabbing sand. So (laughs) I I have a box. (laughs) Did you fly or drive? I flew. Okay. (laughs) So you had to explain a box of sand when you got on the plane? No, that, that, that was in my luggage okay. taped up. Nobody saw it. I don't think they cared about it back then, you know? For sure. Yeah, I was it's stuck a little difficult now. I was stuck on They really hit it off. I had to grab some sand. <laughs> I lost it. I mean, I really like it vertical. Like, there's not yeah. many. There's only a couple of kits I've seen where the creature is vertical like that. Mm. And it's, I like that. Because there's yeah, that part where he's reaching in the yeah. movie so yeah exactly you yeah. know is that the original uh driftwood piece that came with it yeah it is i just okay. added the uh seaweed <coughs> and that's um basically brass wire with masking tape over it really yeah see this is what i like this is what so i'm gonna do a little side thing you're our guinea pig really you're our first person yeah. who's our first modeler on here to kind of right. walk us through some of their stuff so mm-hmm. those little cool little tidbits is what I really want to get into. So it's and wire and masking tape. That's how you made the seaweed. Yep. That's yep. great. That's really, you would never know by looking no. at that. That's fantastic. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm, I'm the first one to say, you know, if somebody comes up and asks me, I, I'll give them all the details they want on how to do something. I don't care. See, Where you're a nice I, guy. It, you know, I've seen other builders you know it's like, can we talk uh, about that for a second yeah. have you noticed that as well there's very there's a, quite a few people that are very very hush hush how they do things yeah yeah i don't very get it protective I, yes yeah i don't i yeah. i don't know yeah it's it's you know whatever you know if, yeah. if you're in there for the awards and everything yeah i can understand having the upper hand i guess but, yeah true I, mean, I i i don't think i've ever been like that i've always cheered so. that's why we like sure. you you're a nice guy you're a nice guy Thanks. uh <laughs> shut up scott that's <laughs> really talkative <laughs> yeah uh-huh he's hey. still trying to figure out how you're his older brother he's like dad where, where was dad <laughs> episode yeah. where was dad <laughs> oh you know what i think we need a sequel to this episode where you both do uh 23 and me or ancestry <laughs> and and leave live read the results I think that'd be great. This next kid is Jeepers Creepers. Neil DeConte, you are the brother. Okay. (laughs) So we have this Jeepers Creepers kid. Tell us a little bit about that. Again, kind of a large base. Yeah. And as, as as the time goes on, the bases get bigger. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I can't remember who produced that kit. If I remember right, that was a UK kit. I'm yeah. not sure. It looks like it, it was available wings closed or wings open. That's all I can remember. I can't remember who produced it. But, uh, you know, just uh, the, the basic figure. I didn't repose it or anything. And the, um, the, I can remember the body bag. Uh, the, the detail on it was all right. And you had to fix the seam line and the offset. So what I ended up doing was just grinding it smooth and um, t-shirt material, polyurethane on it with a rope around it. I gotta remember to that. Compensate for it. Cool. Um, the the tube's just a dryer vent, and uh, that's signed by Jonathan Breck, who played the uh, creature. Really? Yep. So how do you get these things? Signed? Do you just go up to them and go, "Hey, will you sign this?" And they charge you yep. twenty bucks usually, or do yeah, they? It all depends. Yeah. It all depends on the yeah. place. Yeah, well, it all depends on who it is, too. Yeah. You know? So. Do you make okay. things? Because I know when we get to some of the other ones, do you like know a show is coming up and you kind of have like you've been working on something and you're like, oh, this person's going to be there. Yeah. I'm going to work yeah. on something to bring. Yeah, but it's never based around if somebody's coming or not because, you know, my stuff, the average kit takes six to eight months. Yeah. So, yeah. You know? Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Times what? I can't do math. Gosh. So, am I the only one thinking that Neil's wife is over there going, "Where are all your T-shirts?" Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So this next one, I this a little R-rated, but I don't care. Um, no. This is the Henrietta start. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about this Henrietta kit. What was the original kit uh, and go from there? Is it the alternative in- images one or no? Yeah, it is. It is? Okay. It is. And I'm trying to think of the, the Yeah, I don't remember who it is. Had it. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, it's, it's that one. And uh, again, for that realistic look, I wanted to do something with the blouse. So that's, that's when I decided to grind the blouse off the body. In doing so, I wanted to fix some of the sculpture here and there. So I ended up sculpt, re-sculpting, you know, I don't know, 80% of the body maybe. That, so I want to talk about that first. Yep. Was the body that lacking in detail? In the, in no, the I'm just that anal when it comes to detail. <laughs> you know? Anybody else would have painted it and would have been exactly all right. Because for the people, me. for the people, audio podcast listeners, you got to check out the YouTube video this week because there is, I mean, he's basically resculpted the figure, all of the skin textures, and it's a pretty, it's a quarter scale kit, right? It's not, or one fifth. It's not one sixth. <laughs> I don't think is it's it? one sixth, but maybe one fifth. It's bigger. That's what I. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. And then the the monkey head. I was never happy. The monkey head is supposed to have like a cinch, six inch neck on it. I think from the kit, five yeah. to six inches long. So I lobbed that off, and we sculpted the new neck to look like the, was what was in the movie. Right. Long neck on it. Scott, have you seen <clears> this movie? <throat> no. No, but that middle picture there, um, it's like, I, I kind of get out of the shower sometimes, and that's what I see. I got to get rid of those mirrors. Oh, oh, your poor wife. So, oh, man. But, um, 
yeah, I want, you know, what'd you make the blouse out of? It was uh, it, just a fabric. Just it was fabric. a cotton fabric that I found. And a doily? And a, a, a ribbon. Okay. Type. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. And it. I just found what looked similar, and I just cut it to the shape. So I, I really want to talk about how you did the hair, because when you yeah. look at the back of your Henrietta's head, yeah. that looks like a real person. Like, I know. I, so yeah. how do you lay in your hair? How do you – what do you use? What did you do? Because that's yeah. one of the best hair jobs I've seen on something in a very long time. Thank so you. So explain it. How did you do it? I'm um, bald guy. Shut up, dude. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Oh, Can I come live with you guys? <laughs> um, yeah, with the with the hair, um, I I use lamb's wool specifically for hair. One quarter scale, one sixth scale. That's what I use. Um, you can you can actually buy it in bulk. Okay. And it dyes just like real hair. What so do you, you use to dye it? Hair dye or? Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, you can you can just get the the white lamb's wool, raw lamb's wool, and you you can dye it whatever color you need. Or they sell different colors too. It all depends on what you're looking for. I think I use the new process that I'm using where it's um glue. This is fabric tack. Okay. I've seen that before. Okay. It, it's, it's thick as hell. So what I end up doing is I thin it down with acetone. And I do a line on the back of the head and I lay the lens wool into it and flatten it out with a tool. And you wake, it, you're working your way up from the bottom, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Just like, um, just like when uh, they, they punch here in uh, right. uh, masks or busts or whatever. Okay. But, yeah, and you just do it in layers, and then you got to go back and trim it to shape. And uh, How long does it take to cure the or the dry, the glue? Oh, I, I do a whole head in one night. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's, it cures to where you can move on. And then what I usually do is let it set for a day and then I go back, trim it, style it, mousse it, whatever it needs. It looks great. Like it's, that is a great effect. You and really boosted it up. Okay, Scott, let's get Hair's... this out of the way too. No, I'm just saying, hairspray and everything. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. Who's this in the picture you're with? Who'd you get to sign? Uh, that's it? Ted Raimi. That Ted is Ramey. Sam Raimi's brother. And he actually played Henrietta. Yeah. What did uh, he say when he saw it? He flipped. <laughs> he, he's seen a few of those kits he says nothing like that very cool so, and you made the head yeah. switchable out right did you magnetize yeah. it or yeah. uh no it's just got a uh, steel rod that goes into the body on both of them okay and that way the alternate head can stand on the box on the base gotcha oh you'll like this one too the um wood on the base is from the evil dead Two is, cabin is it from the cabin that's great yeah. Yeah. how'd you come across that I knew some of that was going there and getting pieces. Okay. And yeah. Cool. I don't, we don't have to go into it. I get it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So evil Ed is also from evil dead and you have a couple kits here. Right. Right. And this first picture is the old one with the head cut in half. 
Right, right. But with the alternate head in the back, too. Right. So did you, and then my assumption on the pictures you sent, and I know what you told me before, but this, you redid this kit into the newer one, right? Right. Okay. So right. talk about that one. This process, what makes you tear up an old kit that you did and go, I don't like that anymore. I'm going to. No, no. I, I sold the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually traded the old one for props from Army of Darkness. Actually. Nice. So, um, and I wanted, I wanted to do another version of it, but I wanted it to do it where he was floating. I always, I always loved that wild pose he was in. So that's, that's what brought me to do that. And it is yeah. a highlight of the movie when he gets, when he floats, that's like yeah. one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. Butchered to death again, you know, it's basically, I'm using the, the, the hands and the heads head from that one majority of the body but i re-sculpted most of it and then the the biker boots had to go <laughs> was that your model club entry the one it, on the right was yeah that? i believe so yeah it yeah. was model club one yeah. yeah and i have to ask you a question because i'm a novice yeah. um, and on both of these man the stripe and the shirt are just so clean and uh don't tell me it's one of your shirts so uh is that just tedious masking or what <laughs> that is actually um self-adhesive vinyl cut in the strips wow wait no yeah hold on because i had this so i had the same question when i was looking through these i was what <laughs> what that's that's, that's many so, strips of self-adhesive vinyl blue and red how did first of all how did you cut the strips let's start uh, there. with the metal ruler and a nice sharp exacto on a piece of glass not a plotter or something that automatically cut them out because no. oh my god okay <laughs> i think we're getting to the depth of your insanity that we'll see here in a little bit oh, i yeah. thought you'll, you'll, okay, you'll see yeah. it in a minute yeah <laughs> so here it comes what? yeah okay so i'm dumbfounded because i thought they were painted and no sorry wow i cheated that's not even cheating because I think it would be, <laughs> for me, it's harder to cut out the stripes and then put them on. And then it's, it's funny because I tried painting them and I just wasn't happy with them. This was, I don't know if you guys remember, but that is the one that I almost didn't enter. Yeah. I remember. I couldn't, I couldn't get the striping right. It, I just kept saying, nope, it, it, it ain't going to happen. You know? Yeah. And then I tried this and it's like, wow this will work you know wow it's in the 11th hour you know <laughs> hey sometimes the best decisions come under pressure yeah. uh, i want yep. to talk about the hands for a second you're veining what's your veining yeah. formula um pastels. Or how do you do it? pastels yeah yeah do you start with yeah, uh, like one. a blue green or a blue or yeah i think it was a blue green that i mixed up and i put it right over the flesh yeah um was it hard to get the suspension right to get them in the right spot Yes, that that was a pain in the shorts. And to get something to where he would stand on his own like that and still be propped up, it was it was a nightmare just engineering that to get it to work because yeah. it's it's got to go into the base, but then it's got to go down into the back of the base too, so he stands upright and he doesn't twist side to side. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was uh that was. Well. 
fun headache. Well done. So this swallow this. I think this is a great example of how you plot something out. So walk us through this. The first couple of pictures is just your mock-up where things are going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, again, it, I, this was needful things, Kit. Rob, um, returned. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. That he released. And, uh, it was based on the comic book, but it was so accurate for Ash. I thought I got to do something from the movie for it. <clears throat> so what I ended up doing was I'm like, okay, I, I want to do a scene from the movie. What scene can I do? You know? So that's, that's how I laid it out this way where he was shooting. He was getting ready to shoot Henry at his head. That was on the floor. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just, I wasn't sure how I was going to place it. So that's why I did. I wanted the two back walls. I wanted it to be the corner of the building. It's just, I wasn't sure how it was going to lay out. So that's, that's why you see the stickies on the back wall yeah. saying, you know, okay, window here, window here, cellar here. But uh, yeah, it's just um, helped me visualize how I was going to lay it out Perfect. and what I was going to do with it. I think more people need to do, because a lot of times I make the mistake of just starting <laughs> instead of planning things. And then I yeah, have to go back see, and just scrap stuff. And Yeah, for me, it's it's always been like when I did this, when I did the first layout, I, I set it up and I left it there for a day. And then I came back to it with fresh eyes. And I you walk into it and it's like, okay, does this work or doesn't it? Yeah, that's a good piece of advice. Go back and it really tweak is. it a little, and and I do that with my paint too. You know, yep. if I if I'm iffy about something, I'll 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 take a break, give it a day, come back, and it's like okay, that works. You know. Yeah, so. I do that a lot too. Scott, do you do that when you paint? 20, yeah, twenty five years. Yeah, I look at twenty five <laughs> years, and I go, what am I gonna do? So, deal is that are those dollhouse windows? Like, no. No, those are handmade. Yep. And they open close. See everybody, we told you we were gonna get crazy. And this is this is oh, just the, the next beginning. photo I have yeah, another yeah. one. So Leah, so, <laughs> let's skip ahead a little bit. The window in the lock. Yes. So what do you use to make the lock? Let's start there. It was uh sheet styrene. That's all. Just cut it to shape and worked it from there. Okay, so that's great. But so you cut it where it's almost like a real lock where there's like three layers yep. there. And then um, did you glue those little screws in or did you actually screw those in? No, I, I glued those in. Oh, okay. come on, man. Why didn't you screw them? What do you, what? Well, the, I'm just the, not the little flap still work. <laughs> does it really? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that it does. Yes. I can see that it does. What a maniac. And then <laughs> the window. The window, you see all the boards on the window I had right. laid out there. I took a screen capture from, uh, I always work off of screen captures from movies. So what I did was I took a screen capture of the window and I made the boards for each board that was on the window and how it was played. So if you check these <laughs> windows to the movie, they're 100% accurate. Oh my God. One of the movies, one of the windows has a chair hanging off the back of it. And I have that on this base, if you look at this base. I see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. Are you going to tell me you're trying to cover them with rakes? 
Are you going to tell me you turned that one piece on the lathe too, or, or is that at least a prefab piece on there? What's that? The round piece. Oh, no, that, that was turned on the lathe. Wait, what? Again? Dude. No, he didn't. No, he's lying. No, he so, <laughs> I got a machinist lathe on the other side of the wall. Oh, Are you, yeah. oh my gosh. So, By the way, I recognize the Harbor Freight workbench in the picture before this. Just, uh, yeah, 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 those those are long gone. I really, well, I have that. I still have my yep. workbench. So. Okay. The clock and the stairway. Yeah. Again, that what's the crazy? Tell, tell us a crazy story the about the clock. That was a pain in the ass just to try to find reference for it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I found the reference for it and made it as accurate as I could. And I actually got a photo of the prop and I photoshopped the dial out of the clock for this and <laughs> printed it out and glued it on there. And the hands are actually in the correct position for the time. So I think, I mean, this is the, <laughs> the true spirit of what we wanted for a model club. You nailed it. Like you really did. It was everything's scratch built. Everything's hand built. And yeah. No one, and the sad thing is most people walk by and, and they won't know those oh, details. Cool. Right? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, look, there's a clock. It yeah. came with the kit. Or, yeah. yeah, look, he boarded up the window just like the movie, not oh, knowing. Oh, dollhouse clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dollhouse that, windows. And that every board is perfectly exactly Get the same it. as the movie. <laughs> uh, the, the trap door, how did you light that? Actually lit the trap door and both windows are lit also. Okay. You can see and, them in that, uh, yeah, in this um, The LED strips that you can purchase and it's just wrapped around the inside of the back of the windows that are um shadow boxed in in the stairway around the outside of the stairway and uh i just let it run and they change colors and brightness and cool all sorts uh and the other thing is that chainsaw that chainsaw is nothing like what comes in that kit. yeah so explain the chainsaw because i was just gonna get into that too Again, it, it was just, you know, Ugh. I wanted it as accurate as possible. And I used the body of the basic shape of the body of the chainsaw. That's all I used. And everything else was completely scratch built. Wow. So, um, the, the chain on the chainsaw is actually 3D printed. It actually has blades on it. Wow. So, yeah. Did you, who did, wait, don't tell. Okay, hold on. So, did we you only have an hour. I know. Did you sculpt it in the 3D print or did you have someone else? I had I had somebody else sculpt it for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there, but not yet. Oh yeah. What what program? <laughs> uh, I don't even want. We'll talk about that later. Sorry. <laughs> this is nuts. All right, we're gonna move on. <laughs> Here's the final couple pictures I'm putting up for us to look at. So again, this is not a small thing. Um where did you have this right now? Sitting in the middle of my uh my model room right now. <laughs> Talk to my wife. Still uh -huh. understand. Oh, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I have one room to display, so okay. He's sitting in a corner on a concrete pedestal right now. Very cool. I've noticed to get. I'm getting. I don't want to say that because Scott will make fun of me. As I'm getting older, things are getting smaller. I said it anyway. So, I've got. I used to make these big crazy diorama, and I'm like, no, I don't no. have room anymore, and I'm. Yeah, I'm scaling down. See, it, with me, I don't, I don't do much for myself anymore. It, it's mostly for commission. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Uh, that ash piece was um, 
probably the last one that I've done that was actually for myself. And I think that's sold right now. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of doing the opposite of that too. <laughs> more for myself than commission. That's, it's funny how we have our own journeys. All right. The Mad Max kit, the uh, Tom Hardy Mad Max. Yeah. Like same thing. You just saw the box. And you're like, nope, this isn't good enough. I, I, I didn't like him with the scarf. I wanted the scarf off. That's how it all started. Michael Allen from Forbidden Zone was you know, talking to me with that. And uh, I, I love the kit. It's a great kit. I told him, I said, when I first saw it, I said, you got to do one with a mask. Fork mask. You Wait, know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you one second. Scott, did you at least see uh, Fury Road? Oh, God. Oh, man. What the fuck? Dude. <laughs> you know, I think I found your replacement for the show, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everyone will think it's me, too. Just say it's me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry. You're talking to Mike Allen about Yeah. And uh, I said, you got to do one with Matt. And so uh, then I came up with the idea of, you know what? I'm going to do one with the Matt. So I talked to Michael about it, about it. He's like, I'm interested. He says, if you're going to do one, he says, you know, let me know. He says, maybe, you know, I'll mold it and cast it and sell some copies of it, you know? So that, that was how all of that came about. So I ended up making the mask and. So we're looking at the mask pictures now. Like what, how, again, what is that mask made out of? Aluminum. Okay. It's going to be a four-hour episode. I think we're halfway through. (laughs) So when you bend, like, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know how to ask. Just walk us through it. It, Okay. To to start that, what I did was I I took the head, shaved all the hair off it, and started with that. Then I took and I put um, thin masking tape all over the head to conform to the shape of the face. So once that was done, I sketched out the shape of the mask itself, the harness, because it's it's a oh. piece that goes over the bridge of his nose and down yeah. under his eyes and over his ears and so on and so forth. So I needed the shape at least. So then I took the tape off, flattened it out, and that gave me the shape of the aluminum pieces I had to make. Oh, oh, so there are some great nuggets in here. That's it, wow. And okay. that's, that's from my automobile background. I do um, work on cars all the time and I'm actually restoring one now. So it's kind of metal working, but on a smaller scale. Gotcha. <clears throat> so it turned so, out gorgeous. Like, thanks. And it actually works. You can, take the lock off the back, the sides <laughs> fold out, and it slips off the head. Oh, what did Mike Allen say when he saw it? He thought it was fantastic. But he's at, I think he's at the point where, well, if I do that, I'm going to have to do a, a, another head for it, or how's that going to fit with the hair that's sculpted into it? So I, I don't know what he's going to do with it just yet. Yeah. <laughs> So then you, what he said, he said, I'm not molding that. (laughs) Oh, he molded it because that's actually a casting that's on that piece. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually urethane and it's still 
is movable. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. And then the hair, same thing. Lamb's wool dyed. Yep. Yep. Laid in the same way. Very. And then yep. how'd you make the tubing and the tubing comes with the kit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, he wanted the. Uh, he was doing his version with the uh, ammo packs on it. Those yeah. don't come with the kit. So he sent those along to me, and I added those in on this one. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, you're none. I, th this movie home. I have not seen. So walk us through that movie. What is this? I, I kind of know what it's supposed to be, but I don't in a weird way. The movie was okay. The freakiest scene was this scene in the movie, I thought. The wife who's in this movie is painting a picture of this nun. She she has not seen this nun yet. And at one point in the movie, late at night, of course, somebody's in the room, and all of a sudden, the shadow appears on the other end of the room. And it walks around the wall, three sides, and it gets behind the photo, the painting, and all of a sudden, it lunges the painting, <laughs> and it becomes human with the painting as it's running towards it. I thought it was such a great idea and shot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I want to do that. So, so how did you go about You just went and got a mannequin? I'm looking at those pictures now. Yeah, yep. so, it's a mannequin butchered the shit and reposed <laughs> and um that's uh giovanni's head from his uh wall hanging okay that i used for that robe and habit that's all i searched down a uh, nun outfit plant pattern and <laughs> i stit, cut it up and stitched it up did, did the mailman go what what's going on <laughs> <laughs> Right oh, be surprised what you can find online nowadays, Jason. That's, that's right. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> Once I had it all where I, the outfit where I wanted it, I uh, took it off and I soaked it in polyurethane. And then I draped it back over the mannequin. And to get that flow that I wanted, I would prop the mannequin up like 45 degree angle on the back. So everything's flowing backwards. And I let it dry for a couple of days, take it down, and it was hard, and painted it up. And then uh, the hands I cast from uh, one of one of my friends. She came over and we uh, casted her hands and made them plaster. Jason stuff some hand casting. I can't talk about that. What? I can't talk about that. <laughs> for those of you who know me, you know the story, and I will not divulge. It's too early in this podcast series for me to divulge that story so i'll be i'll be emailing you later it, jason it involved the uh, chicago fire department and a trip to the emergency room we'll leave it at that so <laughs> alginate is your best friend see i, I didn't know that i tried to <laughs> cheat yes, all right i'm getting into it no, this, this episode is not about me it's not about me so we're gonna move we're gonna move on <laughs> <laughs> and look at the teeth and the eyes. Well, who's the lady in the picture? Is that's the actress, that right? Is, yeah. That's the yeah. actress. Okay. Can't think of your last name, but great girl. Where was that at? What what convention? That was at the Monsomania convention down in Valley Forge. Okay. And I knew she was gonna be there and she doesn't do many shows. And I just finished it. And it's like, that's it. I, I'm going, I'm gonna have her autograph it. <laughs> So 
me and one of my buddies, he came down with me. Now this is a six, seven hour drive for us. So we drive down. <clears throat> it was the funniest thing because I missed it all completely. So I go in and uh, I talk to our handler about getting something autographed. And I said, it's a large piece and hoping to get some photographs with her. And she says, yeah, we should be able to. She says, we'll fit you in somewhere, you know? I said, well, can I bring it in and set it up in back? I said, it's a full size nun. She says, yeah, sure. You know, perfect advertisement <laughs> for them. They're not gonna yeah. argue. We go out to the car, we're bringing this six foot nun in <laughs> on, a, on a dolly rolling it through this hotel getting all sorts of looks trying to get it down downstairs it was in the basement where she was set up one of the one of the celebrity rooms down there couldn't couldn't get her into the elevator with the base we had to take her down uh, a ramp or something to get down it was a mess it was it oh, was man. comical it was comical <laughs> so we go in there to set it up and i'm in back setting it up because the, the canvas and the head and the hands are all separate pieces. So it comes off and easy to transport that way. So uh, I'm setting it up and my buddy's standing in front and uh, all of a sudden she turned around and she's like, where the fuck did that come from? That's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> we got her approval right away. That's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Scott, you have any nuns in your house? Uh, yeah, I, I have none built up. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest part was Denise knew I was doing that. My wife knew I was doing that one. And uh, she was okay with it. Then she came downstairs and saw it. And she's like, nope, that's not staying in this house. <laughs> nope. No way. <laughs> So where does it reside now? I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Saffer, one of my friends, one of my uh, customers, he's got a very large collection. And he's got, I don't know, eight pieces of mine in there. And that's uh, number eight. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna get some of these other, like, less no, I have never seen this kit before that you had done, done. And it's the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Like, this is beautiful completely out of my wheelhouse that's what i i was like wait what is this he's sending me a dragon ball z thing and it yeah. is done almost per like i was i mean almost it looks like a cartoon like straight yeah, up yeah. you've got and the coloring right that's what i was shooting for i wanted it to look like the anime art yeah and i i sent photos of this to some people and they're like we thought that was a drawing it's like yeah. no that's 3d you know so I accomplished that. <laughs> and that's, I think, I, you see a lot more of this, and I've talked to Scott about it before, and he saw it too when we went to that model expo. Mm. You see a lot more of this in the miniature side yeah. where people try yeah. and match artwork. Like, yeah. Yeah. And this, like, like, this is right there. It's a yeah. great comic style. I wish more Garage Kit guys would get into stuff like this and try new things. And, and it's just... Was, that, that was a $50 Bandai kit. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's basically a snap together. You know? Does it light up or did you paint it lit up? Oh no, it lights up. Oh god. It's got a it it had like um twelve or fourteen LEDs in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And does the sphere close? Of course it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Of course it does. But no, that's and, gorgeous. It like Thank you. Yeah. And the base was just a custom sculpt that I did because it was just sitting on this like little round piece. Wanted gotcha. to do something different. Match the anime. So the one movie I have not seen, I have not seen Death Note. Oh, so kind of, I was going to try and watch it last night, but I watched something else that I'm going to talk to Scott about a little later. Um, yeah, yeah. This, explain it. Because I, I see the pictures, I'm like, I need to watch that, I need to watch it's, it. It's hard to explain. It's it the, the, the movie is the Death Note book. If you write a name in it, and you can actually visualize this person, they will die within 24 hours. That's basically what the story is about. Where'd you, where did you get that book? That's in no, the kit. No, but the oh. book that's in the kit. Oh, no, I made that. Oh, can I have it? I got some names. <laughs> I got some names. That's <laughs> names. Um, Scott, actually, Scott and I uh, both have names. We'll share it. But <laughs> so again, you did hair. You took yeah. the which kit was that originally? Who made it? That's the um George Stevenson Black okay. Hot Studios mini bus. Okay, it's a cool piece. It's just I wanted to add to it to to get it to look more like the creature that's in the movie that goes with the book. Yeah, and he's got a, a broader chest and he's got that fur on the collar. So I wanted to get that added in there. And you just grind it off the hair again and went at yep. it. Yep. I mean, that takes guts to destroy a kit to make it better. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not a lot of people that can go. I'm. Nah, I'm going to break this and I'm going to fix it. <laughs> it. It's funny you should say that because uh, I'm good friends with uh, Charlie Robson, and he's before... a number one fan. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. He's the president of the fan club that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> And uh, when he was first getting into it, getting into it, because he he's a younger me at what he's doing. He's doing all the all the yeah, he really refitting is. Cool and resculpting and all of that. And I can remember him emailing me saying, "Oh, I don't know about doing this." It's like, don't worry about it. Just do it. Yeah, you're gonna get through it. It's no big deal. You know, it's only a two hundred dollar kit. You know, <laughs> what to worry about? <laughs> <laughs> what what did you uh, um, make the apples out of? Just uh, that, it's just magic sculpt. Magic sculpt, yeah. yeah. Great kit. Oh wait, no, I had a question. The bell jar. Where do you have a good source on bell jars? I can I can send you a link for that. I got that off of Amazon for twelve bucks. Okay, perfect. That's glass. Cause I yeah, uh, IKEA sells some, but they're plastic. Like some like yeah, no it. I was um, really impressed with it. Nice craftsmanship. The glass is nice and clear. It's packed well. So, yeah, cool. I'll send you the link. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yep. Scott, you need a bell jar for your specimens? No, I'm not a freak with dead <laughs> shit in my fucking house. No. I am. I, you know, whatever. You're jealous. <laughs> You're jealous of my collection. Uh, <laughs> so the, the Regan kit. That's uh, it. Yeah. Go talk about it. Yeah, it's um, killer kits, full size bust, and that was a commission piece that I did. I had to find the right wig for it. That that was a a pain right there. It looks great. I mean, it looks super dirty and gross. How did you gross up that hair? Uh, a lot of uh moose, 
Okay. And um, I, I think I actually added some some uh, pastel or something to it too, into the mousse while I was working it in. Nice. Uh, the eyes, I didn't like the eyes in it, so I took those out and made my <laughs> own acrylic eyes. So I'm doing that on my full size now. So. How accurate is the nightgown, dare I ask? Damn accurate. The <laughs> best I've seen. Best I've seen. So. Well, how'd so you come across the nightgown? Lucky and find that, or, or Saul actually helped me um, okay. locate that. Yeah. And I'll tell you. I hope it I wasn't was his basement. Like. I, I, no, I was. It's actually. It's actually. Um. Produced by a uh, uh, Halloween prop company, you know, just okay. a, a, a Reagan nightgown, but it, it's really accurate for what's out there. There's there's nothing out there for it, and that's to me that's w one of the essential pieces that you need is that you need that nightgown because that's, yeah. that's iconic for that figure. I think. Looking at Talk it, makes about that case. Oh, that case is is like seamless. Like, I mean, Thank you. what, uh, you know, and the model's great, obviously, but He's gonna what is that case made out of? Plexi glass. Okay. I made that. I'm just shaking my head. Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and then um, I want to I do something with the, the bed. So that's why I, I came up with the, uh, the blanket and I... I sourced the material and uh, the satin edge because I couldn't find the full blanket. So I just sourced the satin edge for it and I sewed it together. And then the um, bed post in the back with the sheet wrapped around it. Is it still in your house? No, that was a commission piece. Yeah, and that's signed by Linda Blair now. Okay, so here's where the madness comes in. Wait, you didn't ask me if I ever saw this movie. <laughs> well, because if you haven't seen that, there's something wrong. I haven't. So, okay. All right, go you on. Have on this one. No, Wait, I haven't. That's no, hold one. on. Really? 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 My parents made me watch that when I was like... I, I have a problem with possession movies. My wife loves them. She oh, watches man. them all the time. She's probably in there watching one right now. <laughs> Wait, oh, what year did it come man. out? What was it 72 or something? 74? Yeah. I don't know. Because I was, I'm a 74. I remember watching it as a kid and hiding, terrified. Oh, and then still freaks me out. Still but now, but now out. I watch it and laugh my way through the whole movie. So I think something snapped or went wrong. But yeah, I think so too. Because yeah. it still freaks me out. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. So here's where the true madness comes in. What what inspired you to build a replica of the orca? You you're gonna love this, Jason. That was a Christmas gift for my stepson. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, let's just scratch build the orca farm. Why not? How so did he know you were be? working on it when you were working on it? No. Okay. No. I um during it was I was trying to get it done within a year. I couldn't do it. So I, I showed it to him at that Christmas partially done saying, you know, this is what you get and find room for it. <laughs> <laughs> so they built a pond. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, that was um, pushed me as a modeler 
and uh, engineer, I'd say. Because, I mean, that is not a figure kit. That puts no. you into the other side of the Wonderfest room. Yeah. That we, you know, we don't like to talk about that much, but. I know, I know. That puts you over there. So walk us through, like, what, how did you even start? Like, what was the first thing you did? And then just First kinda... thing I did was I went online to see if there was any blueprints. Somebody's got to do blueprints of this thing because there's been some RC boats of this out. So I found a set of plans. Everybody's saying this is the best set of plans out there for this boat. It's like, okay, take my 25 bucks. Let's see. So <clears throat> I get them back. I look at them. The door on the back of the boat is positioned behind the mast. So it wouldn't open. Oh. So I'm like, okay, there's, there's, there's issues here already, you know? <laughs> but I, I basically used it just for the hull shape. Okay. And then I just tossed it away and just started going by reference, whatever I could find. I have over 357 screen captures from the movie for this boat. And, wait, 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 uh, wait, wait. Time out. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Jaws? Yes. Okay. And, right. and, and I'm sorry to admit, I've seen Jaws too as well. Okay. But okay, I, so... I stopped there. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Before. I know. Really? Wow. Okay. Continue. Seen... <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, it's screen captures, whatever books I could find on it, so on and so forth, and just started piecing it together. And that is uh, balsa wood, basswood, aluminum, brass, styrene, I, whatever else. So, wow. Okay. So I'm just kind of going through the pictures you sent, and there's just so many to look at. And what we'll yeah. do is I'll just put these up as we're kind of looking yeah. at it. But. Thinking back on this build, what stands out the most to you? Like, what was the thing that you swore at the most? And what was the thing that came the easiest out of building this? I don't I don't think there was any swearing. I think Are you kidding me? It pretty much went smoothly. <laughs> it's just the hours. The okay. hours that kept racking up. And to me, it's still not done. You know? And I got a thousand hours into it. And wow. I that I could probably put another hundred dollars into it. He'll be an old man going to the kid's house. Wait a minute. Give me back that boat. Give me back that boat. Done. This is <laughs> done. It's missing a bolt on the left side. <laughs> well, uh, let me ask you this, Neil, because I went through this and I didn't even sculpt it. Um, on my King Kong kit, my sculptor and I screen grabs, mm. rewatching movie scenes. Yeah. And I don't think it finally took me, I think, about because I finished that the kick I finished in 07. I think it was about 10 years before I could sit through that movie again because I'd seen I, so I much of it. Jaws since. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> it's like, even if it's on, it's like, no. Yeah. Okay. No. no. All right. Yeah. It, it's funny because I, at one of the shows I was at, Somebody was saying, um, "Oh, you, you did this wrong because your your side marker lights at the top aren't working." Like, no, that's right. Because if you watch a movie, the side markers lights aren't working. And he says, "Oh, yes, they are." I said, no, trust me. 
Trust me, they're not working. <laughs> Did you know this but, person, by the way, that said that? Or was it just some yeah. random other guy? Okay. No, no, I All knew right. somebody. All right. Yeah. Neil also has a fan club of people that uh, bust his balls on a regular basis about this thing. Um, yeah, I know. I, I was I was putting this in there, and I'm, I'm thinking – here we go. As soon as that hits the air, everybody's going to be like, there's going to be this one large moan, like, oh, yeah. here we go again, <laughs> the fucking boat. Angel's at home right now going, Jesus Christ, why don't they just put some Eagles music on and kill this show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, at this boat. Jersey Fest, Jason, I brought, um, I went over and got uh, Tony Arangel. I said, hey, man, come over here. I want to show you something. <laughs> And so he comes and, he, and he's walking. He goes, better not be bringing me to that fucking boat. <laughs> and he's scared up. We get to the boat. I go, check this out, man. And he's like, you're a fucking asshole. Oh, Rancho. It, him and Robert Sunday would bust my ass so much. Really? Could go yeah. figure. Uh, I I made up a Christmas card. Uh, and w- it was one of the photos of the boat. And I put a Christmas wreath where the shock jaws is on the top and I sent it to them. <laughs> uh, they deserve it. They deserve every yeah, minute of that. Yes, they do. Uh, but, so uh, yeah, that, that, that was just a labor of love. It really uh, it's was. gorgeous. And if anyone gets a chance to see it in person ever again, you, you got to look at it. It's really, really cool. Congratulations mm-hmm. on such a and Neil can put it in the water thing. and you can go for rides. At. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny because when I, the first first figure show I did with that was um I think it was Jersey Fest and I took um best vehicle with it and I was absolutely shocked because I didn't I didn't think you know I you know, <laughs> yeah it's it's cool you know yeah because he went yeah. in there the night before and hid all the other vehicles inside. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing enterprises and yeah. adats. <laughs> Throw pieces in there. Take this. And the sauces on back. Yeah, yeah, you know. just, yeah. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so I think the last thing you gave us is this blade kit you're working on right now. Is this yeah. what you're currently working on now as your yeah, current project? Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of many. Yeah. So this hair is different, right? So African American yeah. hair. So and and yeah, and I wasn't sure how I was going to do that. Because I tried lamb's wool and it's like this. No, it's not going to work. You can't curl it enough to look like that. Right. I'm like, how am I going to do that? So I decided to do a test, and what I ended up doing was I took um, polyurethane. That's that's kind of like my my go-to when it comes to adhering stuff to surfaces. <clears throat> so I I took some of that and I put it on the head with the sculpted hair on it. I used car flocking. That's what I kind of thought. That was going to be my yeah. guess. Believe it or not, I was going to guess that's flocking, isn't it? Yep. It was like, yep. And when I saw it, it's like, damn, that looks great. It's like, I don't know how else I'm going to get any closer to that yeah. than that. It it looks really good. Like that's, It looks better than if it's just sculpted. Yeah. Like, it, it absolutely adds to it. It's not yeah. – and it's tough to do. It really is. Mm. It reminds um, me of – when I was a kid, um, G.I. Joe. Joe, I got had the lifelike hair. Yep. And I was always like, well, it's cool, but it's not lifelike. And a friend of mine, <laughs> black G.I. Joe. And 
it had the lifelike hair. And I was like, at that point, I wanted a black G.I. Joe because I thought it looked so cool. And it was probably very similar product that they put on those. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that just looks awesome. That just Thanks. looks awesome. Nice armpit hair, by the way. I still have my favorite G.I. Joe. My Baroness cut in oh, half. Joe, this son. is G.I. Joe. Cobra, baby. There you go. Oh, I love her. That's G.I. Joe. Okay. She's missing her legs, and I won't explain why. But Hey, oh. I, I worked on G.I. Joe, so you know, <laughs> one of those deals. I worked at Hasbro for a few years. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, we didn't even talk about that. What do you do for a living? They got me classified as an industrial designer right now. But basically, it's it's all pertaining to printing. I've worked in printing 20, 25 years. Okay. I've worked in the printing industry. Okay. So, yeah. Is that, I mean, have you guys been hit pretty hard with this lockdown and I haven't missed COVID? a day. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I have not missed a day of work. So we're a small shop that I'm in right now. It's six, six employees. So they've been flying under the radar when it comes to that. Okay. So, We've well, been playing it safe. And, well, you know, good. Yeah. That's good to I hear. i got to talk about these buckles, these shoe buckles. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I think I sent along a photo of the uh, the existing kit boot, and it was just lacking detail. And what he's wearing is actually uh, Doc Martens. That's yes. the shoes I wear. I got a pair, too. And, uh, Never so, saw. yeah, I figured. <laughs> See, man. But, uh, so you're hired. Once I started looking at it, it's like the, 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 the seams for the boots weren't correct either. So it's like, okay, it's time to redo the boots. So I, uh, ground them down, magic sculpt. And then for the, uh, the lacing and the, the fittings, it's like, what am I going to do? I wasn't sure. So that's when I came up with the uh, flat aluminum stock, thin, and uh, some steel wire for the D-rings. And made uh, 47 of them and applied them individually. <laughs> I, I think everyone, I'm, I'm shaking my head. I'm sure everyone else is. Like, no one would look at that boot and go, I'm going to make the D-rings for every lace. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> but it yeah, looks awesome in the end it looks why not, not only that he laced them not only did he make them he freaking laced them yeah yep. well them. done man the thank you the tattoos you said were originally were sculpted on yeah yeah so they were raised That's so a... i sanded them down they weren't correct anyways okay sanded them down and uh that's hand hand painted by a brush how long uh how many how many hours you got in it now oh. you think Probably over 100. Okay. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm pitiful. And I still got the custom base to do. The vampire body to put on the base. Uh, finish the third set of arms. Alternate set of arms for it. And this is for a client as well? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the blade for the sword and the um, size or whatever that they're uh, being machined out of uh, uh, aluminum stock. And polished. Uh, this last picture, Scott. What? What is that? You know, why don't you tell the story of that picture? <laughs> I love this story. It's uh, yeah. Was that the first year? I think it was. Yeah. Aside that, it's horrifying. So, but twenty 
18, 2017, some point. 17, yeah. because it was actually the last time Mike was at Wonderful. Right, right. Mike Parks. Yeah. Uh, and it was a, a Sunday, and Mike and Daniel were getting ready to leave. And I handed the camera to Scott. I said, could you take a photo for me? He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so I get over there with Mike and Danya. He says, how's this? <laughs> I said, seriously? I said, come on. So at least, at least he had the common sense to show me because if he didn't, I I would have ran him over at one. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was it? No, it was the next year you turned Oh, yeah. But when he I, first posted that picture and he said, it was basically a, uh, to paraphrase it, I gave him one fucking job. <laughs> okay. so wait a minute and, and given the uh, wait so given the um given the circumstance that we lost mike you know um the following year yeah um, when i first saw that picture i'm like oh my god please tell me i took the picture of him and mike and danya and his son uh brian because it's like it's it's probably the last picture neil has with mike and yeah, it's like, it if I would have like blown that, I'd have been so mad at myself. And, so wait, uh, you did take the picture, right? Yeah. Please. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank God. But, Mike, I, but you know oh, what? I think Mike Parks would have liked this story if that's what. Oh, <laughs> you know he's laughing. Yeah, you know he would have totally dug it. Oh my God. So um, yeah. So then the following year, which brings me to the following year, <laughs> I was minding my own business like I normally. <laughs> Okay. You know that's wrong right there, Jason. Yeah, I know it is. I know. He never minds his own business. Ever. I was walking through the parking lot and all of a sudden I hear okay? <laughs> and I look up and I see this minivan coming straight at me. Okay. And I'm like, who the fuck is driving a minivan like this? And it's okay? not one of your ex girlfriends. <laughs> it's not me. Well, not in Louisville. No, that's true. And uh, it turned out it was Neil with um, Charlie Robson who was in the <laughs> passenger seat with him. He's got two and mentions so, today. As soon as I can get Charlie uh, extradited to the United States, I'm going to be filing charges against Neil. <laughs> for, uh, Charlie, put, Charlie put me up to that. Just so <laughs> you know. Oh, oh wait a minute. The president. El Presidente. President wow. of the fan club? I don't think my idea. So. But... Um, yeah, that was uh, that was a right. And then it was at that moment that not only do we look alike, but <laughs> we both love driving. He, he's laughing because he knows where I'm going. We both <laughs> love driving minivans. So he's showing me his minivan. Oh, yeah, I got both of the seats that do this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I wanted that. And blah, you know, so, uh, oh. yeah. So I got my new minivan. The first person I sent a picture of to, <laughs> you know, hey, nope. I got a new one. So, you, knew you knew I'd appreciate it. And then I think you wasn't, didn't you hit a deer or something with that van or you had a bad accident with that van? Yeah, car pulled out in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Front. That's Wait what happened. That one out. Yeah. That's wow. what happens when you try to kill me. Okay. <laughs> Armin came back and yeah, got you. So, um, yeah, so Neil tried to kill me and he's still mad. <laughs> he's so not he's the not... only one, I'm sure. Like, there's. there's... <laughs> And Jason, one quick story on the Orca. You'll love this one. Okay. So I bring it to Wonderfest. It was the year with Mike Parks there. And so I drive out. So that's a thousand miles for me, one way. 
to drive out to Linda Fest and come back. So I head back Sunday night and I get in. Ryan's already home because he flew. And he's like, let's, let's get the car empty because I had a Chrysler Sebring. The Orca was on the back seat, right? I'm like, no, nah, screw that. I said, it's too late. It's like 2.30 in the morning. He's like, no, no, let's, let's get it emptied. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, well, right. So we emptied the car. So I'm driving to work the next day. I'm at a stop sign and I get rear-ended bad. The what? boat was in the car. Oh no! It would have been destroyed. Oh no! It would have been destroyed. Ugh. So yeah. Wow. That that would have been. Yes, that would have been awful. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, you all drive like maniacs in Rhode Island. Well, yeah. That's why it's called Rhode Island. <laughs> There's roads. You could know your way around the whole state. You know, I mean, it's, it's forty-five like... minutes from one end to the other. No problem. Wait, what? Wait. 45 minutes to get from one end of the state to the other. I need to go to Rhode Island. That sounds fun. Seriously, I think the city of Chicago is bigger than Rhode Island. If not, I bet it's close. I bet New York's bigger than Rhode Island. New York City is bigger than Rhode Island. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. All right, we're getting long here. <laughs> That's crap. That's yeah, than Rhode Island. Oh, okay. boy. All right, crap, now, we gotta, now I have to edit more stuff out. <laughs> I have one, like two questions, and I'm going to kind of, since you're our first modeler interview person, kind of, yeah. Terry doesn't count because it's Terry. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, and Steve was a co-host, so we can't. I, I, yeah. almost, I almost wanted to wear a t-shirt with my sleeves torn off. <laughs> so close. Oh, you totally should have. <laughs> Maybe for a Halloween episode, I'll do that. Yeah. But no one wants to see these noodle arms. That's for sure. Um, what's your favorite model kit that you've built? Like in the entire time you've ever been like, think back. What's like, man, if I still had that, or that was my favorite memory of building a model kit. What's your favorite model kit you've ever built? That's a tough one. It, it, it's a toss up between two and basically for the same reason um the pit witch just because i pushed myself to a boundary that i haven't been before and i think it came out as a phenomenal piece for a first time around like that in the orca yeah but the orca you know that's not a figure kit how many years you know, in between those two a 18, lot 20. yeah See, that's a nice bookend, really. If you think like, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like that answer. The my second question is, what's a kit that has not been released that you wish came out? Like something that you've never seen. They're like, man, this movie needs this thing as a kit. I want that on my shelf. A good Alice Cooper. Hey, that's I like that answer. I met Alice Cooper, Cooper a couple years ago. I've met Alice. In the original surviving members, so I, I mean, Fenway, Neil Smith. That's I like. You know what? I like that answer. That yeah. is a kit that needs to be made. It really does. Yeah. I I mean, there's there's some out there and they're decent. But, but I know what you mean. There needs yeah. to be the Alice Cooper kit. Yeah. 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 I told when I met him, I told him thank you for being on the Muppet Show, because that was my first member. Like. A memory of alice cooper and i was like oh my god this is amazing like who is this guy this is amazing it, it, and 
it, but... it's funny because uh when i when i met him i had a photograph of him that trying to think of the photographer she worked for one of the new york magazines i forgot her name but we, at the printing shop i was at we were doing a coffee table book for us. and one of the photos was alice and he's half dressed as a male and half as a female okay and yeah i had him sign it and he's like where did you get this <laughs> because he hasn't seen it in so long you know yeah. he was so impressed that i had that <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool Scott, any last questions for Neil? Neil, who's your favorite football team now? Go Pats. What? Right? Uh, there you go. There you go. Scott, Scott yep. audio podcast too, remember? You, what, what are you doing? Going to a Super Bowl, Greg. How did you get back? I, you know what? I can't tell you everything. Yeah, we're not talking sports on Model Club. Sorry. No, I just simply asked. What we talk about? What? Uh, model related stuff come on <laughs> i'm just kidding i know no we can get into that one time no, i just had to give my heart <laughs> um thank you neil for joining no us problem. this has been Thanks awesome hey me. anything you want to plug you got an email address you for people that want commissions do you even care like sure ndconti.com uh, at yahoo.com showing my age cool Yahoo, but yeah but uh yeah um it's just uh, the stuff I do, they can't expect to pay the normal build-up prices. I, that I understand. I Not many people do. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean it's going to cost more than the $50 I charge for people? <laughs> Actually, I don't really even do them anymore. So, uh, Though seriously, thank you for being our first modeler guest. This is an honor to have you on here. Oh, and same here. It's awesome. I, I truly to appreciate you. it. And I was uh I was um humbled to be asked. I thought that was great. So I really appreciate that guys. I also want to say thank you for being in Model Club, the contest, because Oh. I mean that was that takes a lot of guts to try that and thank yeah. you for doing that too. And not a problem. I hope we can have it again. I hope so too. It's this year is looking rough. I know, I know. So but um to me I, I know, I think you guys touched on this at, in the last episode, but doing it, doing it online, I, I don't see, I don't know. I, I don't like that idea. I like that opinion. I mean, I like you having an opinion on it because I want to hear more. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it needs to be, you know, somewhere that we have to go to and be face to face and see each of them up close personal almost like touchy feely stuff you know yeah and i because th and, and i think you have a huge point here because and scott correct me if i'm wrong but your kit let's just say you entered something like the orca or even your mm -hmm. evil dead kit right yeah. no one's going to be able to look at that and say oh those boards are right. exactly how the movie is that's a, a, a thing that would get overlooked in a picture online and mm. you can't appreciate things like that on the internet. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it's a disservice, I think, to the modelers. So Yeah. Uh, not not only to the model, to the competition. Yeah. Uh, yes. Itself. Yeah. So. yeah. And if we don't like your opinion, we'll just edit it out. We don't care. <laughs>
I have the edit button, so it's my opinion that matters. <laughs> so seriously, thank you, sir. And thank we'll you. have you back again for sure when you get some uh, more stuff anytime. done. Yep. Anytime. Let me know. Neil, come out to Chicago. You can hang with us. Yeah. I you know what? I I don't want to give anything away, but with my, my brain to do a thousand mile drive, so well, I don't think possible. <laughs> I'll take you for a ride in my new minivan. There you go. Ew. That's creepy. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, Neil. Thanks for joining us. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks again. I yep. appreciate it. Take care. Hey, how was that interview? That Neil uh, DeConte is wonderful. Uh, he Scott, sure is. You think? I had a hard time staying awake, but yeah, I was, uh, yeah. No, he's, Neil's a great guy. And I learned a lot of things about Neil in this interview as far as his model building ability and just how insane i i had no idea he was as insane as he was i didn't either like he, i really didn't <laughs> i thought the orca was the peak of his insanity but as we yeah as we got it, the blade kit and the belt and the buckles the d-rings and the boots and all that i'm like this guy i just like i was blown away great. by a lot of that i just don't have the time to take a kid out of the box and go I'm going to break this completely, take it apart, redo things. I just, right. I don't have it in me anymore. And to see someone actually modeling like that is, it's inspiring. And it really is. I wanted to ask him and I forgot, and it was in my head as we were going, but there was just so much, there's so much content in that. And again, if you're listening to us on the podcast and made it this far, <laughs> um, man, thanks for bearing with us, but it, it, man, go back and look at some of these photos because it's, it's amazing stuff. And, um, yeah, it, it's just, you know, Neil was very open with us about sharing things, which is and, great to hear. It really is great to yeah. hear someone share their yeah. tips. But and what I wanted to ask him was, um, you know, when he buys a kit, does he have the vision of where it's going or does he just look at it and say, that's a cool kit. I can do something with it and just bought it. I, I should have asked him that. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll ask him next time we're going to have him on again. I, yeah. I guarantee it because yeah he's going wow. places with that stuff. But um, wow, yeah, and it's yeah. just um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, I was just kind of amazed at the amount of scratch building he does and the amount of work he puts into it and research and all of that. Uh, just every bit of it. The anime kit, the Dragon Ball was it? Dragon Ball Z yeah. kit. Yep, that was. He showed me that about. A month I hadn't ago. seen that. I, I had not it. seen that. Yeah, he sent that to me and he goes, yeah, this is out of my wheelhouse. And I'm like, yeah, screw you, whatever. <laughs> okay. And it's like, it was awesome. So yeah. uh, Very cool. And we're, I'm so happy he came on and we're going to do more of these, these modeler interviews. So thank you for being our first guest, Neil. We really appreciate it. And yeah. And you're yeah. still getting no pay, no pay, <laughs> Neil. no pay. We'll, we'll send him a thing of wire so he can make something. Yeah, no, we're going to send them the rules of the road driving <laughs> book for Rhode Island, which can't be but what three pages long. Right. You know, what can I do? Insult all of our Rhode Island? What do we got? Like three Rhode Island listeners? Hey, we don't want to insult anyone. Stop it. Okay. All and right. I want to thank everyone. Uh, our subscription numbers went up again after the last episode. Um, and being that it was just the two of us, I was kind of shocked at the number of views we had. Yeah. I, I think everybody that sent in and uh, we forgot to touch on this at the beginning. Um, we got some great letters and I'll let you talk. Yeah. About let's uh, we're going to hit the email section. We're going to kind of do this at the end. I think now that we're getting some, 
uh, emails and corrections. We got nothing wrong last week, so we have no corrections or two weeks ago, last episode. Um, but our emails, we got, I mean, some really amazing emails. Uh, people that actually took the time to write us. And when I mean write, I mean write like a story, a, a life story that makes you want to sit down and actually read it. Um, way too long to go into here, but trust me, Scott and I both deeply appreciated reading what uh, right. you had written. I do have like, I'm not going to share any of it with it, anybody today. And I think maybe we'll, we'll have like a letters episode maybe and do it that way. But keep doing the emails like this sort of thing. But these are so the first one we got was from Philip Kupka and great story. And if you want, I think uh, Rob Madison has a current uh, highlight video of him over on his website. And we're going to link to that as well. Um, check him out over there. Great email talking about how he got started in models in, in much the same way as us. And thank you, Phil, for writing us. And the other one was from Greg. Damian or Domian, I might have it wrong, but thank you, Greg, as well. You wrote an amazing letter, and I, it truly like it. I have a really cold, dead heart at times, and both of these letters really did warm me up. And thank you. Uh, same thing, very similar origin story to us. He was at was it Phil or Greg that was at the first Wonderfest? Phil. Yeah, no, was Phil. Oh, it was Phil. So yeah, some great Wonderfest stories they shared with us. And I'm not kidding. They're about two pages long each <laughs> on my phone. So it's hard to like whittle it down, but thank you. I want more of that. If people want to send things in like that, we can maybe compile them one day. And even we'll look to have people on as guests. If you have stories that good, we might get you on as a guest one day and just talk to you and see where it's going. So thank you again for the emails. We really do appreciate it. And what Scott said about the, uh, subscriptions. Thank you for subscribing. Please hit the notifications and, you know, talk to us in the chat as well. That really helps our numbers, helps us get seen. And we love interacting with everyone there as well. And yeah, most again, of the comments, at least one of us will answer or both of us answer sometimes. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And I, I like reading the comments. Um, Scott can read. We know that and I, I can read. And if I can't, the wife reads them to me <laughs> sometimes. And, uh, but yeah, I enjoy reading the comments. Um, I know Trevor has been really good about leaving comments and thanks Trev. Cause, uh, you know, um, he's watching and listening and, Oh, you know, that, no, that reminds me, Trevor, thank you for sharing over at the clubhouse. Uh, oh, yes. The link and those people share the link around. Thank you. If you have done it, thank you. That it's all we can say. Um, this is a dumb podcast and a dumb idea and we're trying to do something with it. And for those of you who are enjoying it, thank you. Like we, it really does mean a lot to us. So with that being said, I think we're done. That's it again. I'll, I want to touch on anybody that stayed with us. Um, let's check out that GoFundMe for Norbert's son. Um, yeah. Hopefully he's on the road to recovery and makes a full recovery and is, uh, gets healthy. So, uh, and uh, our friends, any of our friends that were affected by the storm that went through the Midwest, um, we're wishing all you guys the best too and get back to normal and uh, do what we have to do. Yeah. All right. Hang in there, everybody. And we will see you next time for episode six. Take care. All right. Take care.